0: nobody loves Monday, right? That's what we tell ourselves anyway. Work is work, it's a four-letter word, and even if someone says follow your passion, it's just a bunch of baloney that never works for anyone except for a few crazies who settle for low pay and a meager existence. Everybody else pays their dues, works hard, dreads Monday, works for the weekend, and lives with lots of stress. It's just the way it is. Hey, welcome to the Love Monday podcast. If this is your first time, I hope you're going to subscribe to it. Does what I just said resonate with you? Do you believe that work is hard and this is just the way it is? And that you have to muddle through until retirement where you're just too old and worn out and tired to do anything but just simply fade away. Because if you're going to make money, there's a trade-off, which is that you hate Monday and all the days that are spent at work. First of all, hating your job is a choice. Now I know what you're saying. You hate it when people say it's a choice. It's a choice. Well, it is. I can hate this job or I can love this job. Which will I choose today? And I hear your thoughts. You're thinking, well, it's not that simple because there are these external forces that I can't control. Well, what are those forces? Well, here are a few of them. Let's talk about a few of them. A lot of people tell me I have a horrible boss. Now, some of you are saying, well, I wouldn't say my boss is horrible. Maybe my boss shows no interest in me. Maybe my boss doesn't foster my development. Maybe my boss doesn't notice me doing good work and recognizing me for it. Maybe my boss makes me work doing things I hate doing, and why? Because my boss doesn't know know or care about what I'm really good at doing. My boss doesn't see me for who I am and what I bring or ask for my opinions, but that doesn't mean my boss is a horrible person no, I didn't say your boss is a horrible person. I just said you had a horrible boss. And if yes, if you have a boss that sounds like the one I just described, make no mistake, you have a horrible boss. Okay, back to these external forces that make you hate Monday. <clears throat> Here's another one. I never wanted this job. I chose it. Well, I didn't even choose it. Kind of my, my dad or my parents chose it for me. Or this friend said, you got to go do this. But I never wanted this job. I'm just faking it every damn day. So there's another external force. Here's another external force, or a quote unquote external force. I'm doing this for someone else. I'm trying my damnedest to do something I'm not even good at doing. I'm forcing myself to go through the motions every day. I'm trying hard because I need to make more and more and more money to support this lifestyle and put my kids through college. But this isn't what I had hoped for when I was entering the career field. I've got all these external forces keeping me in this horrible job, and I don't want to be here, but I can't change it. I can't quit. It'll take too long to retrain. I don't want to start over. What are people going to think if I start over now? On top of all that, I don't even know where to start. I've tried to apply for jobs at other places or in other fields even, but I don't even get an interview. All right, well, I'm glad you tuned in today, because we're going to be talking about all this, and we're going to talk about a roadmap to help you get to where you can love Monday just like Friday, but for a different reason. So if you're thinking work is work, and it's hard, and everybody hates Monday, then you're operating under two fallacies. Fallacy number one, external forces, quote unquote, external forces are keeping you from loving Monday. And fallacy number two, these external forces are beyond your control. both fallacies. So, first of all, external forces are are not keeping you from loving Monday. Loving Monday is a choice. It's always been a choice and will always be a choice. Now, I'm reading your thoughts right now and you're thinking, "Ryan, don't give me all of this song and dance and sunshine, blowing sunshine up my pants to just have a positive attitude. I'm miserable and nothing's going to change that." <clears throat> This isn't about just having a positive attitude and simply deciding to feel differently about your situation. That will never be sustainable. Some people try that, but it works for about an hour, and then you're hating it again. So it's not just about a positive attitude, but you can start by changing your thinking, and indeed you're gonna have to do that, but then you'll have to do more. You'll have to actually do something. Now I know a woman who hated her job. She had a truly horrible boss, and I know this firsthand, a truly horrible boss. In fact, when she quit this horrible job with this horrible boss, this horrible boss falsely accused her of stealing intellectual property and actually sued her over it, which cost this woman thousands of dollars to defend herself and lots of hours and lots of pain and anguish to go through this. Well, she moved, <clears throat> she quit that job to move to a different job. And this new job pays her more and has actually fewer responsibilities. But she hates this job maybe even more. Um, she's got another horrible boss. Now, she has these courageous moments when she tries to improve her situation. But then when she runs up against the end of that courage, she kind of shrugs her sh- shoulders. And she has this statement that sort of drives me crazy. She says, what are you going to do? Then <clears throat> she heads back to work at this latest in a long line of many horrible jobs with horrible bosses and keeps on hating Monday. So yes, you're going to have to change your thinking. You're going to have to adopt an attitude that you can do something. If you, like this woman I just described, shrugs and says, what do you do? The answer is something, do freaking something you have to do something. So you're gonna have to change your attitude to at least believe you can do something. So fallacy number one is that there are external forces keeping you from loving Monday. Okay, maybe some of them are external, but as for fallacy number two, that these external forces are beyond your control, that is a lie you're telling yourself to make you feel better when you, like this woman I described in my story, comes up to the end of your courage. And you just don't want to do it anymore. Once you realize and admit that fallacy number two is you playing small and selling out, then these external forces become internal forces because you realize that absolutely everything is within your control. And by everything, I mean everything. I'm reading your thoughts again now, right after I said that. And you're thinking, oh yeah, I can't force someone to hire me in my dream job. No, you can't do that. You can't force them to, but you can impel them to want to hire you. So you can't compel them, but you can impel them. What's the difference? Here's where it pays to increase your word power. And I'm going to help you do that right now. To compel is to force or drive someone to take action by making that person fear the consequences of not doing so. So (laughs) yeah, you can't compel somebody to hire you by giving them consequences that they fear bad idea. But you can impel them, which is to persuade them to take action on moral or ethical grounds and those moral and ethical grounds are you're going to be you're going to look so great to them when you follow this process I'm going to outline today that they are going to be impelled to want to hire you. It's just going to happen. It happens with everybody I coach and I'm going to I you can coach with me, but I'm going to give you a DIY do it yourself approach to six steps that you can do a six a six step roadmap to get you ready to go find a job in a situation where you can love Monday just like Friday but for a different reason. <clears throat> okay, so here's where a shift to a more positive mindset will help you. It's gonna help you get started doing the work you have to do to drive the impulsion in that person that's going to hire you and they are going to hire you. You're going to do some things differently. You're going to prepare yourself to be ready for that job that is going to help you love Monday, just like Friday, but for a different reason, and it may require a job change, or maybe it won't. It will require a change in your approach to your work at the very least, and here's what I mean. A few years ago, I started coaching a woman who hated Monday and wanted to be doing something she enjoyed a whole lot more. She'd heard about me from a friend that I used to work with, and so she looked me up Not long into the coaching process, she became really excited. She came to me excited anyway about an opportunity which on paper looked to be exactly what she was looking for. And I thought, well, this is going to be easy. But at the same time, I knew we hadn't made made much progress. We'd only had a couple of coaching sessions. But I said, if it's perfect, if you think this is going to be the perfect job, go ahead and apply. Maybe it will be. So she applied for the job and she got it. But then... The bottom fell out. Long story short, it turned out that this organization wasn't really interested in training her, and her mentor at the company was demeaning and unhelpful. It turned out to be a legitimate hostile work environment that she had um, caused to t- actually take some action. Well, she left e- and even got a settlement, but the downside to getting a settlement for being in a hostile work environment is, well, first of all, you're in a hostile work environment and you're out of a job and you're traumatized and now you're starting from below ground zero because you've kind of been traumatized to the point that you're not really wanting to go out and find a new job. So she went from bad to worse to now we really had something to coach her about. What she learned from this is that running from one job to the next just to escape the first one has a high probability of getting you stuck in a worse situation. And that is kind of just a rule of thumb. If you hate Monday really badly and you're just trying to get out to something else, your judgment's probably pretty poor in that new job. You're going to probably jump at anything. And there are a lot of bad bosses out there and a lot of bad organizations and a lot of bad situations that you could stumble into. So you don't wanna do that. And I've seen this far too often over the years where people are just refugees from where they have been and they move into something that's as bad or worse just to escape the first one. So now when I'm coaching someone, I will not take on a coaching client who is in a big hurry to get out of where they are. Why? Because if you are in a frantic refugee situation, you aren't ready to get into a new job. First of all, you stayed in that bad job long enough to get frantic. Second, this may help you know what you don't want, but you still haven't had the time or opportunity or experience to know what you do want and what, what you're really going to do to, to, to make your situation better. And third you are almost certainly looking at anything as an improvement over where you are and no matter how bad that thing might be that new job might be So you, again you don't really have good judgment when in when you're in a situation like this <clears throat> all right so if you so again i, I mean i'm going to outline a diy job for you that you can do this yourself in in six major steps and if you go to lovemondaylikefriday.com and sign up for the basic membership it's going to walk you through this Um, And that's nine bucks a month. Cancel any time, but you probably won't want to because I'm putting out new content all all the time out there and it's gonna be really helpful to you. Anyway, if you are gonna hire, you you go through that process and you decide you wanna hire me as a coach, just know I'm not gonna let you apply for anything for at least the first six weeks. That's because there are some very specific things you're gonna need to figure out before you're ready to apply for any new jobs. And if you hate Monday, trust me, you're not ready for a new job. You want one, But you're not ready for one. So now I'm actually, I've got a new coaching customer and she, a coaching client, and and she's been out of the workforce for 12 years starting a family. She's been a stay-at-home mom. And she's apprehensive because what am I going to have to settle for is what she's thinking. I've been out 12 years. Nobody's going to hire me in a career-type job. And I'm like, Oh, yes, they will. And I, I will give you updates as we go through this. But she's going to move into a career job as a first job out of being a, a stay-at-home mom because there is a bulletproof process to get her there. And that's what I'm going to outline for you today. So she came to me because several years ago I coached her mom. And her mom was a woman in her – who she's currently in her late 50s, and she's now in a job she loves – making the money she wants to make, and in fact, just got a big promotion. So this was a woman who in her mid-50s found this dream job, and now in her late 50s, just got another promotion in this dream job, in this dream organization that she wanted to work in. So anyway, her daughter has now come to me for help, and this is the woman who's been a stay-at-home mom for 12 years. But let's go back to her mom just for a second, too. So a a woman in her mid-50s, in um, late 50s now, um, in a dream job that she got in her mid-50s. That's pretty rare to do. But if you follow this process, I'm going to line out for you, this roadmap, you're going to be able to do the same thing at any age. So anyway, this woman who has been out of the workforce for 12 years, raising kids, now she wants to reenter the workforce. I'm totally excited about this because, and like I say, I'll give you updates, but she's going to move into a career position because we're doing it the right way. And again, when people come to me, it's typically because they hate Monday. They don't come to me until it's it's a crisis and not surprising most people want to change, they want to improve, they want to fix their situation. And that you can't you don't really do that until you hit rock bottom. So when you're at rock bottom, you're panicked and you want to move into something else, but I'm not going to let you because you're not ready. All right. So, typically when people want my help, they'll just come to me and say, just help me with my resume. And again, I won't do that because you're not ready. You're at rock bottom or near rock bottom and you're in a crisis situation and you don't have good judgment. And you probably won't, you'll probably blow the interviews because you're in a panic situation. We gotta slow you down and get you ready. And it is, you know, generally a minimum of six weeks before I'm gonna let you apply for a job if you're gonna work with me. So anyway, all that aside, All that is a preamble. Let's get to the process, this roadmap, this six-step roadmap to get you ready to apply for a new job that will help you love Monday just like Friday. Step number one, find out what drives your career and what your strengths are. So your career drivers. I've got an an episode on this. Um, There's an app out there that you can get called Career Drivers by Bridge. I'm very intimately involved in this, and it's a great App it's free, but you can find out what your top five drivers are. And then I want, as, as part of step one, is to find out your top five strengths using Gallup's Clifton Strengths Finder assessment. That's going to give you your top five strengths. So step number one: top five career drivers, top five strengths. Step number two: find out why you hate Monday. Which of the four mistakes you're making, and you might be making more than one of the four mistakes, but which of the four mistakes that make people hate Monday are you making? And to find out more about this, go to the pilot episode of this podcast, and I'm going to tell you all about that. So which of the four mistakes is, is step number two? Step number three on this roadmap, or maybe we should call them mileposts. Milepost three on this roadmap is to find out what your talents on the job are. And that is what I call energy gainers and energy drainers. And there is a an exercise and a lesson on LoveMondayLikeFriday.com called Energy Gainers and Energy Drainers. And what you're going to do in this process, and you can do it on your own on paper as well, line out every task that you do during the day and then put them in two columns, the the ones that give you energy and the ones that drain your energy. And the ones that give you energy are the ones that you have talent in doing and the ones that drain your energy you have no talent for. And the difference is the ones that give you energy are the ones that, well, they energize you. You know the steps of the process. You're kind of in a flow state and you're never watching the clock. The opposite are true of the energy draining activities where you're watching the clock all the time. You can't remember the steps of the process and you never wanna do it again. So find out what your talents are. Those are your energy gaining activities. Milepost number four in our roadmap today is write the story of who you are and how you got here on LinkedIn. How do you do that on LinkedIn? It's in your LinkedIn profile, in your experience. I've got an episode on this as well as to how you do this. And there's also an exercise out on LoveMondayLikeFriday.com in the basic membership where you're going to go through job by job, every single job you have ever had from when you were a kid to where you are now and tell it in story format. Each experience, talk about that in story format to talk about this is what I learned here. Tell the story of what you learned and how you learned it and how that applies to who you are today. This helps you in two ways. First of all, it's going to give you a very compelling LinkedIn profile that when people see it, they're going to be like, they're going to call their friends over and say, you got to see this LinkedIn profile. Recruiters are going to pass it around. They're going to say, this person is somebody we got to interview. They're interesting. So not only that, but the other thing that gives you when you tell your story on LinkedIn, it gets it solidly in your mind. So when you go for job interviews, you'll be able to tell your story in a compelling way and you're going to be a top one percenter when it comes to interviewees at any job you get an interview for. So milepost number five is build your network at the five organizations you would sell your grandmother to work for. And what I mean is choose five companies, go out to LinkedIn, choose five companies, and look up the people that work for those five companies and only five companies that you're just dying to work for. Build your network, reach out to these people. And when they connect with you, set up a phone call or a Zoom call with them and talk, ask them questions about their job and their, and where they work, because you're interested in that. And people love to talk about this stuff. You're going to build your network in these five gotta have them organizations that you want to work in. And then, and only then you move on to milepost six, where you're going to start applying jobs in a, for jobs in a targeted way with your networked with your network that you've just built in these five organizations because when you have that and you've talked to people then you can reach back out to them when you see a job posting and say hey i see this job posting can you tell me who i can connect with in your organization to kind of learn more about it maybe can you help me can i use you as a referral all of those things you can do and you're going to get interviews so those are the six milestones on the roadmap." We're helping you love Monday just like Friday but for a different reason. Again, this is a this can totally be a DIY job. You can do it yourself by following these six steps. If you want to make it a little easier, go to lovemondaylikefriday.com, sign up for the basic membership and you're going to be able to find these steps. And it's going to walk you through I've got video lessons that I'm going to walk you through and some exercises you're going to do to get you ready then if you want to take it even further find yourself a coach who can coach you through this now if you want to use me as a coach you can go to love com and sign up for coaching as well i'm doing these in typically 12 sessions and we're going to do the first six before you even apply for a job and then we're going to kind of help you through the whole process as you move to that job that you love so much that you love monday just like friday those are the steps that is the roadmap. Check it out. You can do this by yourself. You can do it on love monday, like friday.com. You can do it with a coach like me, but we're going to help you love Monday just like Friday, but for a different reason. Thanks for joining me today. Subscribe, go out and rate this podcast and I'll talk to you soon.